Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone and welcome to an episode of Second Take. Answer your questions. I'm Alex. That is a catchy title. I'm Zancy Weber. I'm not as in love with the title as you are, Sebastian Regulio. <laughs> is this how? The, is this how we do this? Is that sure? Does that work? Well, this week we're going round two for the uh, Facebook answers. Question. question. Yep. Thing. Facebook answers <laughs> to your Facebook questions. Except, Except it's not on it's Facebook. It's a p- podcast. It's on a podcast. Yeah. I, can, I mean, we'll put the link up on the Facebook, thing. I guess. Thank, so. thank you for submitting to us, though. Yeah. So if you guys have any more questions, there is the pinned post in our Facebook. Throw it in there. Even email us. Just get it to us in any way, and we'll do this either on a weekly or fortnightly basis, depending on the, the inflow of questions that we've received. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Now, starting off, I have. I'm going to say one and a, two and a half questions from Shane Anderson. Yeah, Shane. Starting off with our first full right. question. Yeah. In any, every film that you've seen where the world has come to an end through means of apocalypse or whatever, yeah? Mm-hmm. What world are you saddest to have lost due to an ending? Mm, um, well, for me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead this one. A lot of them, for example, Deep Impact. Um, other, <laughs> other disaster films. Yeah. Other disaster films set on Earth. It's just Earth. Yep. Like as we have it. So, um, like for me, it's mostly like the same stuff. Yeah. yeah. So mine's a slightly different answer. I'm I'll, deep impact because I liked the wave thing. Oh God! Okay. Yeah. You like the wave? He, he likes the idea of a tidal wave. Yeah. <laughs> Which is by far not a great idea. No. Well, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> no one likes the idea of drowning, right? I don't think there are worse ways to go. And there is probably a very kinky community that would look into that <laughs> as like order of erotic association. Yeah. Can you stop kink shaming everyone? Yeah. I was just I was just letting them know that I accept them for their choices, however sexually wrong that they are. <laughs> And they should seek maybe a priest to look at okay. the line. My answer to this question is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Because while it might seem like it's just the world as it is, it's technically the world as a giant computer trying to figure out what's the answer to life, the universe and everything. And we're only a couple of days away from figuring it out. Huh. Yep. And then when they reset it back to that day... Those couple of days will pass and we will know the secret of life, the universe and everything. True. Okay. I went with Watchmen. <laughs> okay. Because it was our world, but obviously it's, I think it's based in the 60s from memory. Yeah. But it's our world with the existence of masked vigilantes, which is something I always think that society needs. And then it ends. 
And I was like, it's pretty much the best of both places. You get your superheroes and your actual real world place to live in. And it's gone. What? Does it actually end? He blows up like... He blows up like a lot of people. No, he takes out every major city on the planet. And then a bunch of minor ones. There's like a handful of like cities that weren't touched. I mean like actually yeah, I've like, always related a lot to Ozzy and Dice. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> just just let that one pass. That's yeah. fine. Well. He read he meant really well. Yeah. He meant oh, well. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, uh, there, there's nothing more efficient than a beneficent dictator. That's how the world should go. And forward. he is literally the world's smartest man. So yeah, like, I mean, who better? He might seem a bit arrogant, but he's earned that right when he was christened the world's smartest man. <laughs> All right. So next up from Shane, we have what's a film you always defend not liking? And then the opposite to that is we also have a film you always have to defend for liking. So we'll start with what, what do we defend for not liking? The Warriors. No, because I think it's just because you're friends with Seb that you have to defend that. I think most people would agree with you that it's hard to watch. Okay. Right. Except, for that, as except for that cult most following. Most people. Yeah. <laughs> well, by the very definition uh, of cult following, it's not popular. Oh, I understand. Okay. But I mean, like, okay. but there is definitely a group of people that then like my, it. My second choice would then be Indiana Jones. But you said you haven't seen them, right? Yeah. Well, that, <laughs> but everyone's always like, no, you've got to watch them because they're, they're so really, good. They're really good. Well, then three out of four. This is. But you haven't seen it. So you're not. I, oh, okay, whatever. Uh, that, that's my take on the question. Sure. Zane, what's a movie you've actually <laughs> seen that you have to defend? That I have to defend liking or not liking? Not liking. Every Adam Sandler film. All ever. of them, really? They were super what? popular when I was Little young Nikki. and I never got it. <laughs> Do not mention Little Nicky. I think Flick is pretty good, to be honest. No, boring and derivative. Funny People is the kind of like best one, but even that isn't an Adam Adam Sandler film. You like can that's do it. other people. No, Rob Schneider. No, <laughs> the end. Mine's Napoleon Dynamite. I I find myself surrounded by people that find it charming, witty, and hilarious, and I'm just always wanting to murder them to. Make the gene pool stronger. I can't get behind that movie at all. I don't know what's wrong with people. It wasn't funny then. It's not funny now. It's it's just depressing and not an ironic way. Just a, it's I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. I just it always goes past me. I always Pedro. viewed Napoleon Diamond as the first edging, the first tiptoe into the pool of nerd culture and kind of identifying with nerds yeah. because it's that kind of then led the wave that brought us God help us all, the Big Bang. Theory, um, it's different. It is different. I see what you're saying. But it is different, but it is. The main theory like is that charming dork, in comparison. That dork culture. You've seen the movie Zero Charisma, right? Yeah, the D and D ish kind of thing. That for me is a better take into that the the awkward nerd life thingy. But again, that's adults and not high schoolers. Oh, well, I don't, he doesn't get a pass by me. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a great movie. I'm just saying that I understand why people like it. Okay, and just to jump ahead, then a movie I always having to find myself defend is The Warriors. <laughs> really? Yeah. What about that cult following? Yeah, yeah, I'm not a member of the cult. They apparently are not, <laughs> they're not in Brisbane. Um, yeah, well, we've already had that argument, so you all know how yeah. I feel. So if you haven't, I don't know why you're listening to this question episode, viewer. Go and listen to The Warriors episode 
I guess. Do your job. Seb gets really defensive about the Warriors. Apparently, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, a really good movie. All right, so Alex, what movie do you always find yourself defending? Uh, Thor. <laughs> oh, it's not even it's, that it's bad. It's just average. <laughs> it's just an average movie. You're always shitting on it. You're always it's saying it's the worst of the Marvel films. Iron Man 2 on a... It depends on the day. At least I have fun with Iron Man 2. I can at least smile. See, that's another one. I always fucking enjoyed Iron Man 2. I oh. also enjoyed Iron Man 2. So you don't have Thank to defend you. yourself against me. <laughs> well, Zane, what about you? I have three. And it's three that have come up in recent kind of conversation. <laughs> Driving Miss Daisy, right? No, I don't always <laughs> have should. to defend myself because I'm usually talking to more educated and cultured people than you two. It's actually really mean. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he keeps thinking I'm the heel of the podcast. I'm telling you, um, I'm the smiling baby face right now. <laughs> Uh, first up, beard. Catwoman. I know it's a bad movie, but every time I watch it, I can't help but see what it could have been and everything that it tried to do and fail. If wishes were fishes, Zane, we'd all be hu- but, we wouldn't be but hungry. Again, but like, I still, I every time I watched it, I was like, oh no, I know why people don't like this. But then when I uh, half an hour afterwards, they're like, no, that was. There's there's redeemable qualities in that, mm. and it's it's an eternal struggle. Like I I I can't justify it, but I do. I own up to it that I do that I do enjoy it. If you watch it like it's a parody, it's hilarious. Uh, For me, no. it gets the pass. Like it's so bad, it is funny. Superman Returns. I agree. I think that's a Tuna K film. Never saw it. Superman doesn't throw a single punch in the film, but it wasn't that kind of story. Like because it's super. I mean, I'm saying this is a good thing. Yeah, what's the point of Superman? It's the ideological Superman rather than the Zack Snyder literally jamming his fist down an enemy's throat Superman. Mm. It's just, it was it was booked like in the ads as this huge action film and it's not that film at all, but it's good with what it is. I actually also, agree Also, Kevin Spacey's Lex Luthor was great. It's pretty good, yeah. What was your third one? Kill Bill Volume 2. Do people not like that one? Because it's so different to Volume 1. People are like, oh, I like the first one and the second one was gross. And it's like, no, they are two parts of a text, put them together and they are still perfection. So um, it's it's just homaging an entirely different part of the of – the, of, or die a different section of genre film. So. Now, Nat, who we've had on from the Final Rose, sent in his answer to these two questions and he wanted me to make Ooh. sure I pass them on and I'm a – I'm a good human being, so I'm going to do that. So he said Batman v Superman and Spider-Man 3. So I can only interpret this as he's always having to defend Batman v Superman to everyone else because he likes it yes. and he's always having to criticize Spider-Man 3 because other people like it, which that's the part that confuses me because when he gave me the answer, I'm like, those are two bad movies. Which one's the good one that you're supporting? So I'm inferring that Batman v Superman is the bad film he's defending. because well, he I, was on, he, he did defend it. But, well. but does he like Spider-Man 3 then? We, we also spoke yeah, about must. that. I, did I yeah. slap him during the recording? I don't know. I, well, I would have disagreed it. with him. Well, Nat, if you're listening and I've got you wrong, I'm sorry. <laughs> Send your feedback to our email. I, I am sorry. I just I look at them like those are both terrible films. <laughs> which one's which? <laughs> All right. And our final question sent in by Jack Cliff is what's the best scene in an average film? <laughs> Concise answer. Uh, well what do you got, uh, Al? Batman versus Superman. Yep. Pretty, pretty average, less than average, some might say. Um, but when Wonder Woman shows up and it's the epic... Electric sitar music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and it just like that's a completely different film right just just then. Like mm. when she comes out and she starts wailing on Doomsday or whatever the thing's name is. I believe it was Doomsday, yeah. Uh, Zane? Uh, I have two answers. One, just because of the scope of the scene and how it was shot and performed and one because like it was actually a really compelling scene and an otherwise not so compelling movie. The the big scene is uh, Matrix Reloaded, the the uh, highway scene oh, yeah. mm-hmm. where uh, you've got Morpheus on top of a truck and the ghosts moving and around. And they've got to find the key maker. They have the key maker. They have to he is on the him. truck, yeah. Yeah. So I think that that is a crazy scene in an otherwise average movie. Um, but then X3, when... Warren Worthington is a little kid and he's cut his wings off in the bathroom and his dad's pounding on the door trying to get in and there's feathers and blood everywhere. I think that's a really compelling scene and otherwise not so compelling movie. I would have gone Professor Rex's death, but no, that's a good scene too. I oh, See, I found that pretty underwhelming. It made me squeal. I oh, squealed in that movie. Yeah, but... Uh. Mine is, I guess, debatable. I said it was an average film when we reviewed it. I'm going to go with the... They bring the Statue of Liberty to life with good music and march it down the street. <laughs> Ghostbusters too. Uh, I almost fist pumped that moment. I love it so much. It's so iconic. But you, you've heard my feelings of Ghostbusters too, so you might love it. But I thought it was pretty average. So fair, yeah. yeah. If you guys have any any questions you'd like to submit, guys, there is a pinned post on our Facebook page. You can find it at the very top. I believe it's Bill Pullman giving a speech for Independence Day is the thing. You'll see it. If not, you can email us at uh, secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. Is the podcast? Good. I've done this before. And if not, yeah, do that. And like I said, depending on the quantity that we get through, we'll either do this weekly or fortnightly. We'll just see how it goes. Play it fast and loose like we do with your mother. Anything else, guys? Wow. (laughs) I would really appreciate some (laughs) questions that are unfairly target Seb. Um, yeah. So. yeah, honestly, guys, if you have any questions that you want, like of specific hosts in general, go yeah. for it. We, like, I mean, I'd rather not an episode dedicated to Zane just for the sake of us like, doing something on the podcast. Hey, but hey dear Seb, why do you have such bad taste in movies? No one Sincerely, would think that. all of our listeners. No one would think that. <laughs> all right. Are we, we look forward to your questions. We sure do. Okay, thank you for listening, everyone. So if you want to get in contact with us, there are a number of ways to do it. You can go to our website, which is secondtakepodcast.com. Or you can email us because we have one of those things. We are secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. And always we've got Facebook, you know, Facebook slash second take. Is that right? Sure. Yeah, yeah sure, that yeah. one. Or second take podcast, you, you find it. Yeah. And Twitter at second take tnc or we we have an instagram funnily enough sometimes we post video no well, actually we have no videos no videos of pictures yet. though that are funny <laughs> there, was, there was a quite a smart tweed jacket on there the other day oh yes yeah uh, i got bored um, <laughs> really also um if you guys want to support the show we also have a link to our patreon it's patreon.com forward slash second take um, this is a, a, a big variety of ways that you guys can give to us. It starts as little as $1 per month, which is 12 bucks a year. And it's pretty, pretty low and pretty simple. But we've also got sort of a group goal going at the moment there. So once we hit our first target, which is collectively 
uh, fifty dollars a month, we're going to release uh, all of our reviews of the Monty Python film series. Ah, and then yes. the idea is ongoing from there. For every little milestone we hit, we're going to do extra series for everyone. So sort of a so please go on and sponsor us so that we can review the Monty Pythons because I can't watch them until then. It's true. We're not it's, allowed to watch any yeah. movies unless we're reviewing them. <laughs> And yeah, if you want to have a listen to any of the other podcasts that any of us are on, um, go to that's not kind of productions.com, which is the mothership for all of the other, all of our other podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. In one of them, I'm a wizard. It's pretty good. Yeah. And I get to torture that wizard. It's even better. (sighs) And maybe just one day there'll be solo podcasts that we do. Solo podcasts. Yeah. Where we just talk. At ourselves. Yeah. Yep. The good. best kind of Fun. podcast. No interruptions. Right? Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> none of, none of this over talking of each other. <laughs> <laughs> I do like to think fans will literally pause just to be like, that's that's not true. <laughs> that's not how that works. <laughs> just because it's you in the room by yourself, Sam, doesn't mean you're incorrect. Anyway, it's fine. Good. Good. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thanks very much for listening. And go do all the things on social media. Hooray. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.